Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie now, it's not just young girls and young women, uh, for that matter, who are victims of sexist online abuse, as is being highlighted through that Plan International campaign today. It's one of uh, the things uh, that deters women of all ages from running for elections. Uh, this is uh, one of the findings in a report, More Women Changing the Face of Politics, which was launched this week by Women for Elections. Its chief executive officer is Katrina Gleeson, who's on the line with us now. And a very good morning to you, Katrina, and thanks for joining us on the programme today. Uh, there's been an effort uh, over a long period of time uh, to attract women into politics, uh, but uh, it's a slow process by all accounts. It's a very slow process. And 100, 100 years on, um, Ireland, Michael, are sitting 101st in the world. We have only 22% of, 23% of our TDs in the Dáil are women and locally only 25% of councillors are women. So we have a long way to go to get what Ireland needs, which is an equal representation, a diverse representation, both in our local government and, and in the Dáil. And uh, as an example, more women in uh, the parliament in Afghanistan or in China, as things stand? Yeah, when I was researching that earlier in the month, I was quite shocked that that's how far far behind we have stayed. Um, we've stagnated, really. Um, I suppose if, if you think back, 1992, we had Mary Robinson elected as the first female president in Ireland. There was a, a surge in terms of women coming into government in the 90s. But in, in the 90s, we had 20 TDs and now we have 36. So we haven't um, we haven't progressed hugely. And there's a number of reasons for that. Mm. Maybe you'd go through one or two of them for us. Yeah, certainly. Well, I suppose, you know, what we have seen is more women are coming forward um, and and that's fantastic. Uh, The quotas that were introduced in in 2014 um, have meant that parties have to select women onto the ballot. Um, At least 30 percent of the candidates have to be have to be women. However, what we're seeing is that women aren't being selected into winnable seats or where women were being selected. And this is what our research is showing Mm. us, that they weren't being supported by their parties. So So they're token candidates, in other words. Token candidates are not being supported. The inter in, intra-party rivalries. Um, that's one of the barriers, Michael. There's a number. Um, mm. We need to make politics more attractive. Um, I'd be looking forward to hearing Minister McEntee on later on in your programme. Um, 
But uh, she is having to take a stand and take leadership at the moment as a woman who's expecting her baby in the summer. And uh, as it stands, she isn't entitled to take paid maternity leave within the doll. And that's that's just, just a huge stain on our reputation as a country that's supposed to be progressive around equality. Mm. Well, if she was able to, we'd need to hold a constitutional referendum. Um, well, we have to look at the constitutional bar and it is a sign of how our system initially was originally was designed, uh, not with family in mind. Uh, clearly, the political system was never designed to accommodate family. And I mean, you know, we're in an Ireland now where family responsibilities are shared by men and women and for electoral it's a huge barrier to them being able to fulfil their family responsibilities mm-hmm. and also fulfil their positions. Yeah, but there is that constitutional bar, so a referendum would have to be held to lift that bar, would it not? Um, there, I, I'm not a constitutional expert yeah. and I've been getting different opinions from different people on it. So I think um, we'll see over the next few months. I know the minister herself um, is is uh, taking uh taking full leave and the and the government have to put in mechanisms to deal with that and what we're looking for is that a more sustainable um, mechanism is put in place and if that requires a constitutional referendum then so be it um, obviously we can't have one when we're in the middle of a pandemic um, but there are other measures the government can take in the meantime so in local government there's currently a provision that you have if you haven't attended a number of meetings you lose your seat and so for women on maternity leave and we actually heard from a county councillor a few months ago who actually had a miscarriage and she had to still continue to go to council meetings as she wasn't able to take leave. So there's a, an amendment to the Local Government Act that um, Minister State Peter Burke committed to changing on Monday at her launch, which we welcome. There's other areas, Michael, um, you've touched on... Um, online abuse earlier on and mm-hmm. you know it was it was a really good piece there from plan international um and yes i've worked in the area of domestic violence and domestic abuse for years and and the online space can be in a very uh, uh unsafe space for all women um and it shouldn't be and um, we're all we all need access online at the moment and for politicians a huge amount of their campaigning and their their reach to connecting with their communities now and with their with their followers and voters is via online and we need to work harder to make that safe in other um, words you can't not be online you can't not be online mm. and it's a huge disadvantage particularly for women and particularly for people from ethnic minority um, migrant backgrounds and um, we're seeing a, a, a huge surge in racism um, a very explicit racism and misogyny online and I am hoping to see measures put in place to actually tackle this more robustly um, from both the government and from the platforms. Okay, but uh, I suppose uh, politicians or aspiring politicians uh, of all colours uh, get uh, abused online. Is it not par for the course or is there something different in terms of uh, the abuse that's meted out to women because they are women? Well, I suppose abuse um, based on your gender, based on your skin colour, based on your ethnic background is never acceptable, uh, regardless of of whether you're a politician or not. Abuse, I'm not I'm not somebody that would um, encourage anybody to be abusive to anybody. I I don't think it's a way to be in society. Um, Obviously, there is rivalries and there's competition, um, but um, fair competition is what we're looking for online and um, and respect. But uh, the abuse that the female politicians are experiencing online goes beyond a low level um, name calling. It's it's very vile. It's very personal. And there's there's threats to life quite invariably. So we're trying to change that um, 
culture in Ireland. Um, it's something that's been amplified now because we have social media and it's some, and it's it's not who we are. Like, Michael, we're not this isn't who Irish people are. Mm. And there's a there's a fraction that think that online that they can actually do and say what they want. And we have to find a way to stop that. OK, and it's a small minority of people uh, who could probably do with some help and assistance, medical care, in other words, uh, who uh, behave this way on the internet. But you have to take it all very seriously, don't you? Hello, Katrina. Sorry, Michael, I, I just I, lost you there. I, I'm sorry, the, the line. Last question. I, I'm saying you have to, these threats, uh, regardless of who's threatening you or how ridiculous they might be, because quite often they are ridiculous, you have to take all of them very seriously. You have to take them very seriously and there are mechanisms for reporting and what we're seeing now more so is that people are getting in around to challenge um, abusive behaviour online. So that's very welcome. And what we saw in our report, um, which we launched on Monday, was the resilience that uh, female candidates have for running, you know, um, and the the women we interviewed had all run in at least one election. Um, They're, you know, Dusting yourself down and picking yourself up again is is a, something that women, I think, are, are well used to doing, but they shouldn't have to in terms of abuse. But the resilience that they've shown in terms of running or getting elect and getting elected or not getting elected and ready to run again um, is very commendable. And and all of them said to us that um, they would really encourage other women to put themselves forward to run because the experience in itself was life-changing and hugely beneficial. And I suppose in Women for Election, that's our focus. Mm. Apart from changing the bar, looking to remove the structural barriers that are there and that don't make politics so attractive, what we're working to do in our core work is to inspire and equip women to actually get involved in politics. So we're hoping to um, achieve a critical mass of candidates for the local elections in 2024. And while that seems a long time away, what our research is showing is that women who are in your communities at the moment, who are serving communities, should actually uh, think more about how they can serve as local politicians or as national politicians, because what you're doing is important. And um, we have um, we have lots of courses, lots of programs and the time for planning and campaigning actually starts now. So check out our website for that. There's so much to do. It's uh, very soon, in actual fact. uh, And uh, it really is an odd situation that we're in. I mean, I'm sure there's many people who remember the marriage uh, bar and the civil service and so on. And uh, many of us. either brought up our children at home, the women listening to us today, or were brought up by our our mothers who stayed at home. Uh, But it's a long time ago. And what we're hearing is uh, our attitude collectively to women, uh, not in terms of uh, whether it's... uh, Uh, attractive uh, enough uh, for people to go into politics or if uh, we believe uh, that women should represent us or if there are barriers there. Uh, But uh, uh, the attitude towards women is very evident in all of this uh, because of uh, the way women are treated and uh, spoken to and spoken about and the type of abuse that you've been talking about, Katrina, uh, which is exceptionally odd in that that's our attitude collectively and when you consider that 50% of us are women, you would expect that 50% of the representation would be female. Yes, and I mean, you know, there's, there's only a few countries in the world that have achieved 50-50 um, and we're far from that. Um, we have come a long way in Ireland. Um, I'm young enough as well to to remember my mother had to... to um, nearly give up work she was she was uh, when i was born in in the early 70s but the 
The, the difference now is that we've made so much progress in other areas and gender equality, um, our awareness around violence against women, our public awareness has shifted, our, our, our awareness in terms of, of gay rights. Ireland has, has been a very progressive country in the last 20 years in terms of social change from where we were. You know, where we were was a very, very conservative, very restricted country for anybody who wasn't a white male, essentially. Mm. And where we're now, um, we have this fantastic opportunity to change this. I mean, there's an absolute, we're in Women for Election, we're working, uh, we had a fantastic uh, programme last night, we're running our campaign school and 31 women in the room all getting ready, all bubbling with um, uh, determination and passion to get ready to run for campaigns in 2024 or general elections. And, and to see this coming through, there is hope, but we, we certainly need more women and we need then the 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 pitch to be levelled, so it's a it's a fair a fair competition when they do get to run. Well, at one hundred and first in uh, the world ranking for female representation, we certainly do need more women, and we need more hope for that matter. We leave it there for the moment, though. Well, thank you indeed. Thanks, Michael. Us. Thank you very thank much, you. Katrina Leeson, who's the chief executive officer of Women for Election. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 